Welcome to the Sheer Business Inspiration Podcast. Here you'll find conversations with business leaders, thought leaders, inspiring individuals who make a real difference. We hope you enjoy. Hello and welcome to episode five of the Sheer Business Inspiration Podcast. My name's Jo Faraday and today I'm going to be having a chat with Mark Wilson. Mark is the Senior Director of BMC Mainframe Services by RSM and Interim Conference Manager and Manager for GSE UK. Mark has years of experience in the IT support industry and in today's session we're going to be covering quite a lot in terms of recessions, selling good business in a recession, also peaks and troughs of business and motivating and inspiring thoughts from Mark for any budding entrepreneur right now. We really hope you enjoy the session. Hi and welcome to episode four of the Sheer Business Inspiration podcast. I am delighted to be joined by Mark Wilson today and he is Senior Director of BMC Mainframe Service by RSM Partners and also um, Large Systems Chairman and Conference Manager of GSE. Um, thanks for joining us today, Mark. Thanks, Joe. Nice to be here. Yeah. Um, but so, Mark, for those of you that don't, for those of us that don't know you, can you tell us a little bit more about your route, your journey to date, and um, where your journey into tech started? Yeah. Um, so it really started back in 1979, and I can't say I can't I can't believe I'm saying that was over 40 years ago, which is which is quite shocking, really, because I still think I'm only 18. Um, <laughs> Quite bizarrely, I was at school, um, at a, a school in Smethwick, in a, in a school called Smethwick All Boys um, High School, and um, always wanted to be a carpenter, but realised I developed an allergy oh. to dust and dusty atmospheres, so I had to change. And I, for my last year at school, um, I did an IT course. Okay. And it was a, a CSC in computer studies, and... Uh, went off and did the course, and that got me interested in IT, so I applied to join the Navy. Okay. Um, I, joined the, I was going to join the Navy um, to do radios and electronics and radar. Okay. Um, went, did the interviews, passed all the tests, and finished school sometime in May of 1980, and the joining date for the Navy was five or six months on, okay. and needed something to do, and went to the local careers office. And they had this thing called the Youth Training Scheme, a YTS. Yeah. And they said, well, we, we might just have the thing for you. So I went to GKN in Smethwick and I met a gentleman by the name of Brian Wilson. Okay. Who had a son called Mark Wilson. <laughs> so we were obviously very different people. And uh, I had an interview with, with Brian and they offered me the, 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 the scheme for six months. Uh, and I ended up being there for three and a half years. Amazing. Never went in the Navy and, and started as a trainee computer operator, became a, an operator, senior operator, um, shift leader, and then moved on. And then ended up becoming a, a systems programmer. 
and then god 1988 i got headhunted by a consultancy firm and i joined a consultancy firm and that's where the fun really started so started going off running around the country and the world and then back in 2005 i started rsm partners and on march the 11th 2020 we were acquired by a a rather large american corporate company called bmc software yeah but, but suffice it to say, for 40 odd years, I've been a techie. Yes. Um, and I get some that, of the most bizarre. Yeah, get some that's, of your, that's your roots. <laughs> yeah, that's my roots, yeah. Some of, the, some of the real strange, bizarre requests, because people think you work in IT, they used to bring me the skybox and say, can you fix the skybox? <laughs> no, I, I can't help with that. So, my husband gets that a lot. He does web development and it's like a catch-all, isn't it? That, that, they, yeah. that people expect that you should know every element of everything but yeah we do joke about that so at at the start of lockdown you secured a deal to buy your business so congratulations that's just you know timing was perfect yeah timing was really perfect and so can you share with us how you decided on the right buyer for that because I mean obviously that you know I know what it feels like when, when you have your own business, it, it's like, you know, you, you nurture it, you grow it, you know, you, you want to make sure it goes to the right people, don't you? So yeah. t- tell us a little bit more about how you, how you chose the right, the right people to move it forward. Um, I'd like to say it was an easy decision. It wasn't. Uh, myself and my two business partners, we, we agonized over this. We'd had a couple of approaches prior to, to BMC and we'd, uh, We'd looked at it and we didn't feel quite comfortable. The, the thing we were looking for is, because we're, a, we're such a people business, you know, we're, yes. we're the best part of 100 people with permanent staff and, and, and consultants who come and, come and work with us. Um, and it had to be the right fit for, for the team from a culture perspective and, and aspirations, but, but also somebody who understood what we do yeah. and why we do it. Um, we had an approach a number of years ago and they came in and they said, right, we want you to do this. And, and it was a complete change to what we do. Yeah. And we were saying to them, why do you want to acquire us and then change what we do? Mm. Yeah. BMC came and said, we want, you, we want to take what you do yeah. and we want to make it bigger. And yes. we want you to do it globally. Yeah. And we don't want to change anything. Now, obviously things change. You go from a, you go from a small business, you know, BMC are a $2.2 billion corporation. So yeah, yeah things change. Um, but the the real thing was it was all about the the, the people and the culture and and you know the, the fit and um i can't i can't believe we're you know probably what what are we now six months in the best part of six months into it and it's gone in in an instant blink, uh, to be honest blink of an eye. you know i don't mean this in, in a bad way but i'm glad it has gone quick to be honest yeah. <laughs> i think lots of people well, were probably well, I actually saw an interesting post last night from somebody on social media. He says, "Think, think I'm going to put the Christmas tree out today and say goodbye to 2020." <laughs> and and it's August, you know. I think that might be a bit premature, but oh, yeah, yeah, a, li- a little bit premature. But yeah, I, I think I think a, a few people be happy to see the end uh, end of this year for sure. But yeah. but equally, you know, it's good to share the positives. You know. But, we don't want to be talking about the doom and gloom all the time. There are good things that are happening out there. So it's important to share that and celebrate it as well. So um, 
obviously been in business a long time and you know you've seen peaks and troughs you'll have seen the recessions what does resilience mean to you mark you know what what does that word mean to you well two two very very different things because if i'm wearing my it hat on my technical director my it director cio it means making sure that the it systems i've got yeah can actually suffer those outages that will undoubtedly happen but i can still provide a service to my clients so yeah we we talk about having two or three data centers we talk about replicating the data that that's that's one word for resilience for me as a me as a, a business person and what we tried to do when we were when we were growing rsm now mainframe services is is having not just standing on one leg and what i mean by that when when we started the business we were a services business and we had one leg so if this wobbled the whole thing wobbled yeah but then we added support so now we've got two legs and we've become a bit more stable and then we added managed service and you've got three legs so now if one of them wobbles the other two will keep us stable and that's what that's what i look for in a resilient business and we also took a look at you know the type of business we do largely we're a professional services business so the work ebbs and flows just like your 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 husband with a with a with a web business if nobody wants a website doing then you've got no business. If nobody wants the projects we're doing, we've got no business. So a number of years ago, we added managed service where that's that's an annuity revenue that you can forecast for two, three, and hopefully five or longer years. And that builds resilience in a business. You know, it's yeah. having that annuity revenue, almost a subscription. You know, I've bought the services for the next five years. You can then plan as a business with professional services that do this it's very difficult to plan it's very difficult to invest so resilience to me is a couple of different things yeah no that that's fair though and that that's you know it's important to understand from a from a business perspective what people need to think about and you know there's a lot of businesses that have had to you know adapt very very quickly um because if they didn't then then they wouldn't be here and and equally those who haven't adapted you know unfortunately have fallen by the wayside and whether that's because they've adapted or whether it's because they weren't in the right shape beforehand who knows the answer to that but I think that's the thing isn't it I think you've got to adapt and move with the times um, otherwise you get left behind unfortunately and what would be your message to those who are considering setting up their own business at the moment there's a lot of redundancies out there but they're potential opportunities for people to set up on their own if if that's what they're considering so what what would you say just do it i don't want to i don't want to steal nike's tagline but just (laughs) it's a great one though isn't it (laughs) because i think if you've got if you've got belief in what you are going to do yeah yeah you have every chance of being successful but if you don't have a go yeah. you will you will never know yeah i mean this is my you know, i mean rsm was my third business the the first one failed the second one did okay the third one was a success and you won't get it right the first time no. um, i'm gonna sound really old now but i don't know if you remember those old 1980s inspirational um, sports pictures and there were hockey things about taking shots with the puck and there was one which a basketball hoop and all the balls are on the floor the basketballs 
and the tagline said, you will miss 100% of the shots you don't take. Yeah. And there might be an, yeah, it might be an, yeah, it might be an opportunity for somebody, yeah, but you've got to have passion for it and you've, yeah, it's not easy. No, it isn't, no. It, it takes a lot of hard work. You will need some luck on the way, but if you, if you truly believe you've, you've got something that people want, whether it's a talent or yeah, a, a product or whatever you've got, then go and have a go. Because at the end of the day, yeah, we will come out of this recession. Yes. And, you know, there, there will be a bounce back. It's going to be a long, long road. Yes, it is, yeah. You, you, you can't stop the economy like we stopped the economy and expect to just turn it on and we're now at 100%. Yeah, no, it doesn't work like that. Yeah. Yeah. But, but there will be opportunities for the right people with the right ideas and the right skills and the right products. And I, I, I would just have a go, yeah. Um, I, I keep telling people I'm going to retire in 12 or 18 months' time and they just keep laughing at me. You'll do, yeah. You'll do, yeah, yeah. You'll do something else, but but yeah, I, I absolutely have a go, yeah, and just give it your best shot. Brilliant. Well, that's great advice, definitely. And um, so you're also chairman and conference manager for GSE. Can you tell us a little bit about this great global association? Yep. So, um, so GSE stands for Guide Share Europe. So it's the European half of a global network of organisations that, that sort of work to support people who use technology. So over in the, over in the US, it's called Share. Yeah. Over in the UK, way back when, there were two organisations that were Share and Guide. Okay. They came together in Europe. So GSE is all about collaboration and it stands for give and take. Yeah, that, that, that's so yeah. it's, you know, it's people who run the technology and understand the technology, helping people understand the technology and run the technology. So it's all about collaboration. Um, and so I, I, I've probably done every single role there possibly is in GSE UK. And I'm involved at the, the European level because I'm the I'm now the interim UK region manager because our, our region manager retired and I was the one slowest to step backwards. So I was the last person standing. Everybody when they said they wanted a volunteer, I was still at the front and everybody else had stepped backwards. Yeah. Um, but basically it, it's it's about listening to the users of the technology, listening to the to the the, folk, the 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 vendors and trying to put everybody together so they can they can talk and they can collaborate and that's why we run the uh, that's why we run the conference yeah exactly and, that. and that's you know yeah. it's such a great thing like you say give and take and sharing and collaborating and you know it's been running for you know a number of years now hasn't it you know so um it's great it's great to hear how's the pandemic affected your association how's how's that affected things for you at the moment I mean, pretty much like everybody else. That that yeah, drop the hammer. Everything's now virtual. Mm. So we we've done we've done a, a, a number of, of of webinars for our members and guests. Um, the conference has gone completely virtual. Yeah. I'm, I'm absolutely astounded at what we've managed to put on from a from a conference perspective, with a lot of help from yourself. I've got to say, <laughs> um, you know, it's 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 a lot of social media. It's yeah. a lot of online events and we've tried to keep, um, we've tried to stay in touch with people, um, whether that's via 
mail shots or as we've said webinars and and social media stuff but it, it's it's like everybody's that instant pivot you know you you, you draw you draw the day you draw the line on okay we're not going to meet in first so let's go virtual and, yeah. and that's what we've done and, and, we've, and I, think, we've, I think the difficulty is like you say it's the touch points isn't it you know it's, it's important whatever happens you know if you are running a virtual event it's important to have those touch points with your audience that engagement you know talking yeah. and engaging and you know yes you're not going to be in the same room but you are able to have that communication still so you can still have some of the conversations you would have had face to face i know it's not quite the same but it's better than nothing isn't it it's better than no. uh, yeah yeah I, 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 absolutely you know i mean this this is this is a sad thing to say but but a lot of technicians are quite introvert yes yeah um but they they become a little bit more extroverted when they meet people face to face in an environment that they're comfortable in yeah. um they're not as extrovert on a video call like this so we've had to tease some yeah. of our some of our, our members out the comfort zones yeah. yeah and we've had to tease them into turning the video on um sometimes that's not the best decision we've ever made because you know <laughs> there are some sites but 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 I think, I think using the technology like we like we are now i think it's going to forever change how how we collaborate yeah as as a group as gse collaborate as a group we um we ran our first ever European-wide management meeting on, um, on as a Zoom call, and um, it worked. Yeah. So instead of flying somewhere for three hours, yeah, two nights in a hotel mm. and then coming home, we spent four and a half hours on a Zoom call, and it worked. Yes. And you kind of think to yourself, will we ever go back? how that was mm. yeah we have gse are, are, are probably going to have to pivot you, i mean you know we're doing our conference this year purely yeah. virtual yeah. we're looking at the conference next year yeah and i'm saying will will that be a hybrid event next year with with half and half so mm. yeah and, and and you know i think that's i think hybrid is a, is a massive massive topic for for especially for next well i think for the future in in generality to be honest but um you know obviously everybody you can't take away the live event but i think you you know especially in a you know global association you know there may well be members that can't attend that physical conference and if they can attend your virtual sessions that run alongside your sessions physically then that's only a plus isn't it um yeah. so i mean look to... look look at some of the conversations we've had about yeah numbers I yeah. mean, we typically get round about 550, yeah. 600 people at the conference. Um, I, I think we could we could eclipse that a lot for some of the keynote sessions we're putting on. You know, yeah. I think we could see seven, eight hundred people on yeah. the keynotes if the speakers are right because they haven't got to travel. Yes. And all they need is 10 minutes before the, the keynote, an hour and 10 minutes at the end for, for Q&A. Yeah. So they're taking they're taking out an hour and 20 minutes out of the diary. And then all of a sudden. Yeah, they can attend, and and that's what that's what we're hoping we're hoping we'll see the the numbers lift because of it. Well, I mean, it's encouraging that you you've immersed yourself in the virtual event world. I mean, that that's that's a great thing, you know. And I think I think it's again, it's your your message about you know adapting to change, pivoting, you know, look, looking at okay, we can't change the pandemic, the situation, but we can adapt and and put things in place 
to, to yeah. support you know your association and your members and that's really really important and um, if you could give the listeners one inspiring positive message what would it be so that depends that depends on which so, hat you wear <laughs> yeah on, on which hat i wear yeah, okay I think, I, so I'm, I'm i'm going to give you three slightly different answers here a personal okay. one okay, okay. a personal one i used to travel a lot Okay. Um, and would fly transatlantic three, yeah, sometimes twice, three times a month yeah. um, and over into Europe. Yeah, I no traveling. I've taken the opportunity to try and get myself a little fitter. I've lost 30 pounds in weight and I'm running around a football pitch at 56 faster than I've ever run around a football pitch. That. So, yeah, so you know, for, for me, yeah, um, yeah it, it, it's, it's done me. Yeah, it's, it's helped me. Mm-hmm. Um, from a from a um entrepreneurial view yeah yeah, with every downturn comes opportunity and i think people need to be positive and look forward to what we can do going forward we are in a massive massive state of change not only because of the pandemic but because of the political situation in the world and brexit and and all these things all these things yeah yeah there's huge change and with with change comes uncertainty yeah. but also comes opportunity yeah. uh, and i think you know, my message to anybody is be brave yeah be yeah be, be absolutely brave and and have a go because if you don't have a go you'll never ever know yeah and you don't want to be sat there in two or three years time thinking oh i should have really done that or, it's a what or, if conversation yeah. isn't it yeah, yeah. It, can you live that? that what if conversation and if you can't yeah. do something about it definitely yeah. Yeah, yeah, without a shadow so of a doubt. Yeah. And and from a from a GSE and a work perspective, you know, I, I'm I'm looking forward to yeah, um, certainly in IT, the the, the 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 change is even more more um magnified because you, you look at the way the the way the, the, the world is going by way of, of retail and you know how much we do online, yeah. When was the last time you actually got money out of your pocket and paid something with cash? I, I, I use my phone, I use my watch, yeah. I use a contactless card. Yeah. So all of this stuff drives yeah, change in technology. And we're going to see some innovation. We've got to see innovation in security. We've got to see innovation in availability. All, all of these things are going to come. Yeah. Um, and and I, I know it's uncertain for a lot of people. But but I really do think you know there is a there is a yeah there's light at the end of the tunnel. We can start to see the chinks of it now. Yeah. Um, yes. But I do think we've got a few a few more months of of, of wading through you know the, these these terrible times. But mm. we'll get through it and yeah. it will start to come back. So yeah, as as my father used to say to me uh, and still does, thankfully, and um, he's he's come through all of this. And both my parents have. Um, Amazing. You know, yeah, chin up, yeah, and have a go. And that, yes. and that's, yeah, that's just, just have a go. Advice. Just, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Just keep going. Yeah. And what's next for you? There's, there's, there's always a next, what, what, what's next for you? What, what, what have you got planned? Or is that, that all top secret and we need to have you on? <laughs> no, it, it's, I mean, I've, I've got a really, I've got a really interesting role with, with, with BMC. Um, there are some changes coming in, in um, you know, an organization of that size. Yeah. Um, I've been privileged enough to to sit in some of the uh, 
see in all not some in all of the senior leadership meetings around strategy and how we grow the business through to 2025 and beyond and Brilliant. you know what 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 they talk about you know, the the what they call it the uh, the autonomous digital enterprise which is which is somebody coming into this for the first time i've never worked in an organization like this has been really really fascinating for me so i've got a i've got a big job on for the next, for the few years um but the, I will let the cat out the bag. I am passionate and passionate about motorcycles. Um, okay. I have I have a collection of motorcycles. Um, I restore them, um, and I think that's something I'd like to do in the future. Um, but it would never be a a true fully fledged business. I'm a I'm an IT geek, and I always will be, and I'm, I'm a mainframer, and always will be. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's lovely. Yeah, no, that's that's good though. It's nice to have things that you enjoy doing and and yeah. things that make you tick and um a part of who you are, aren't they? So there's yeah. you know that that's all great. That's brilliant. Well, thank you so much um for taking Pleasure. the time. I really enjoyed having the chat, and it, you know it's nice to have um a really positive um conversation about. The, the current situation and the, the uh, you know it, it is it is difficult out there at the minute there's a you know as i say it's, it, it is a downturn it is a recession but th there are opportunities like you say with, e with every change and every dip in the road there is a an opportunity to come back um stronger and better isn't there so yeah and um, that's a great message for people yeah Fab. all right well thanks a lot mark thank you joe cheers bye-bye Thank you so much, Mark, for taking the time to speak with me today. I'm sure that everyone who's listened to this session will have taken some really positive messages um, from our conversation. So thanks again for taking the time to speak with me. Um, wish you all the very best with your future endeavours with BMC Mainframe Services by RSM and, of course, GSE. And we look forward to hearing all about your virtual conference later on this year. Now I am really, really excited about our next guest. Now, um, the next guest that was scheduled for episode six is Mike Michalowicz. Now, Mike is the, a best-selling, well, he's an international best-selling author. He's a keynote speaker. He's a founder of a number of businesses and he's also co-founder of Profit First Professionals and Provendus Group. Now, there's many things that Mike is well known for, but he has been he's been creating a range of fantastic business books i don't want to give too much away and um, so keep your eyes peeled we will be sharing some bits of information about our interview on social media so please do follow us on facebook on instagram twitter linkedin our youtube channel will have all of our existing um chats on there so do subscribe to that and we will be sharing um, a date and some information for the mike mccallowitz interview very soon so stay tuned and thanks as always for listening